Reading is powerful in how it forms our brain, how it helps us acquire new languages. Hi there, Steve Kaufman here again. And today I want to talk about reading because the last time I spoke about listening. Uh, remember though, if you enjoy my videos, please subscribe, click on the bell for notifications. Uh, if you follow me on a podcast service, um, please leave a comment. So I spoke about listening and how powerful it is, podcast service, you know, so many ways that we can listen today, how throughout the history of time, uh, listening has been a major way or the major way whereby people learned, learned from others, were entertained, acquired knowledge, communicated. Listening was the key. Reading is relatively recent. Um, I don't know. I don't remember exactly when, you know, people first started writing. We have a Chinese turtle shell script, if I remember correctly from my Chinese history. We have cuneiform, the scripts, uh, you know, in, in old Elam and Sumer and Akkad and um, Mesopotamia. Again, my knowledge of history is fuzzy. Fuzzy knowledge is good until you have to write exams because you're gradually getting a clearer and clearer picture of these things. And, and even when you think you've firmed up, you know, you remember the actual, you know, date of the uh, ruler of whatever in uh, ancient something or other, pretty soon you forget it. So it doesn't matter. So vaguely, uh, I think the first writing took place somewhere in the Fertile Crescent. Uh, and uh, I think the original, you know, purpose of writing was to keep track of, you know, for accounting purposes, keeping track of the grain that was in storage and it helped to administer things. And then there is the famous uh, Darius's Declaration of Human Rights, which was written using a cuneiform script and I believe it was written in not in Persian but in in the language of of Elam or Akkad. I just don't remember as I say my history knowledge is very fuzzy but I have a vague and the vague I, I always feel by the way this gets me to reading you know whenever we're told to read in school we're asked questions about our understanding and I always resist these listening comprehension questions or reading comprehension questions I like having an imperfect knowledge of what I read. If I enjoyed what I read, if I found it interesting, if I understood many parts of it but didn't understand some other parts and I can't remember the exact date of this or who did what to whom, it doesn't matter. It was still enjoyable to me. I like reading for enjoyment. But starting back whenever it was, 2,500, 3,000 years ago when the first people started writing for whatever purpose, uh, up until basically the popularization of, uh, of um, you know, printing in the 15th century. Um, and even thereafter, most people didn't read. So the brain, which is, you know, from an evolutionary perspective, has had a lot of experience at listening and deciphering meaning from listening, hasn't had very much experience or exposure at uh, dealing with writing. And it's quite amazing to me that you can have lines on a piece of paper, uh, whatever the script may be, it doesn't matter whether it's the Latin script or whether it's Chinese characters or whether it's the, uh, you know, Persian script or Hangul, it doesn't matter. You've got lines that are converted by the brain into meaning. Sometimes also, in most cases, in fact, converted into sound. So the brain has to do this processing, which, which is a tremendous feat for the brain to do because it was something that the brain was not, you know, 
prepared to do over the hundreds of thousands of years that, that human beings and their predecessors have been wandering around on the earth. And so I enjoy reading. Uh, you know, right now I'm reading a German book, a German book about the Austro-Hungarian Empire, which is where my parents were born, actually. And to, to sit in bed with a book, even if I'm reading on my iPad, which I like to do because I can look up the odd word in German that I don't know, uh, it's cozy. I don't want the sound. I don't want the audio. I just want the written word to connect with that written word because the written word conjures up the meaning in a different way from listening. I mean, in a way, the written text is a record. It's a record just as the audio is a record, but it's a different kind of record. And I'm not a neuroscientist, so I don't know whether different parts of the brain process the writing as opposed to the audio to convert them into meaning. But I am convinced that doing a lot of reading as well as listening helps in acquiring languages. I've said before that if I just hear the sound of a new language, I can almost not make out the sound. But if I get a phonetic version of that, and in the case of a non-phonetic script like Chinese characters, I'll, I would use the pinyin, but it helps to define that sound. And gradually I get better at hearing that sound, but I rely on the written script in order to decipher the sound. Uh, and I, I think this is true of everyone. And we see how people very often are influenced in how they pronounce a word in another script. If say, say using the Latin alphabet, if someone is say Czech and they read something in English or if they're a Spanish speaker and they read something in English, they will be influenced by how, what the letters mean, how they are pronounced in their native language. And that'll be reflected in how they pronounce the new language. So they're obviously not relying entirely on hearing the sound. They are very much influenced by their habits you know, their reading habits and what the value of the, of those letters are in their own writing system. So reading is powerful in how it forms our brain, how it helps us acquire new languages. And it's pleasant. It's a different experience. I can sit with a book and read for two, three hours. I can't sit, just sit and listen for two, three hours. I lose concentration. I get restless. If I'm in my car listening, that's fine. And the great advantage of listening, of course, is that it's so portable. You can be doing other things while listening. You can sort of fade in and out while listening because you're also doing something else. You're kind of happy. Whereas when you're reading, if you fade out, you kind of have to reread the sentence again because you're kind of more focused. At least that's my own experience, more focused on the meaning when you're reading. And so reading, other than the fact that it's the fastest way to acquire, inf acquire information. If I, if I need uh, instructions on how to fix my uh, coffee maker or something, like, or if I look up uh, something on the internet uh, having to do with, uh, I don't know, recharging my iPhone, I prefer to read because it's faster. I can select, I can jump from spot to spot. I can, I can get that information more quickly. If I have to listen or watch through a video, then I'm kind of at the mercy of whoever is speaking or producing the video. Whereas if I'm reading, I control where I go. Uh, similarly with a book, if I want to skip this chapter or jump ahead or behind, then I know exactly where I want to go to. I can skim the pages and see those areas that are of interest to me. So reading is, a, is, is quite a different experience. But reading is powerful. I've said before, 
I consider with a new language, when I have read a whole book, paper book, without a dictionary, without the iPad, from cover to cover, I consider that to be a major milestone. I'm far from being able to do that in Persian or Arabic because I'm not comfortable enough with the script. But uh, even in Polish, which I don't speak well at all, I can make my way through a book. I know enough words and of course the writing system is familiar to me. So uh, an obstacle when we're learning languages where the writing system is different is that you can't make up for, in my case, uh, 70 plus years of reading in the Latin script and expect that a couple of years of reading in the, uh, in the Arabic script is going to give me the same degree of familiarity with that script. And yet I know that if I, if I want to progress in Persian or Arabic, I have to get better at reading. Reading is a major, um, you know, again, source of enjoyment, but also a major learning activity. And some people say they don't like to read. All I can say is try to develop the habit. Start reading things of real interest to you. Obviously, don't take on a classic of, you know, uh, French literature if that's not of interest to you. Read uh, comics, read uh, things on sports. Uh, that's, I think, where anime, in the case of uh, people interested in Japanese, is kind of like cartoons. Read comic books. Whatever you like to read, develop that reading habit. Get the brain used to reading, used to converting meaning from written text, because it's going to be a major, major advantage uh, in life, uh, professionally, academically, whatever, but also in terms of language learning, it's, it's a powerful, powerful activity. So as you know, I'm very much in favor of input-based learning. Build up your potential through reading and listening. And when you have the opportunity to speak, speak. But don't neglect reading. It's powerful. Anyway, I've done videos on the subject before, so I'll leave a few here for reference for you. Thank you for listening. Bye for now.